This is WFHB's Blooming Out, your weekly update on issues in the LGBTQIA community with your hosts, Melanie, Ireland, and Justin. Are you so Blooming Out is produced by Ireland Meacham and Melanie Davis with executive producer Kyria Greenberg. Tune in every Thursday night at 6 p.m. to hear the discussion from local LGBTQIA voices. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Blooming Out. I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Ireland Meacham. And I'm Lucas Fisher. Before we get into the show, as always, let's catch up with the Blooming Out crew. Ireland. <sighs> Melanie. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, another show this week. It's a comedy show um, on IU Bloomington's campus. Boy in the Bubble sketch comedy. Um, it's our Halloween special yes. show. So we're doing, instead of a bunch of individual sketches, we're doing an entire like murder mystery Ooh. show. Um, so that'll be fun. It's, uh, this Saturday. Um, what's the, what's the date this Saturday? Uh, I can't even. The, the 26th. Oh, October sorry. 26th. <laughs> November. Um, almost November. No, I that's think that's wild. the 27th. Is it? Wednesday if the there was only a way we could find that out. It's the 27th. Uh, yeah, one, this Saturday. Either of the 26th or the 27th at 9.30 p.m. Oh, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. 26th? It's the 26th. Oh, okay. Just, <laughs> so, just so everyone knows. To confirm, um, in the Fine Arts Building on IU's campus, uh, room 015. Come see it. Come see it. Now, I'm not going to promise to come see it this time, so That's maybe okay. I'll actually come see it. Because <laughs> every time I promise, it's like, oh, there's, you know... I'm I, I laying it. under a car replacing the ball joints mm, or yeah. rear suspension. And I'm like, yeah, I could be seeing a comedy show, but I'm not. Stuff happens. Okay, yeah. just one more time. Saturday, at, w- at what time? Saturday, uh, the, the 26th at 9.30 p.m. Um, in Fine Arts 015. I wrote it down. Cool. <laughs> <I wrote it laughs> down. And it's that, free. And it's free. It's free. There's... It's more fun you can have than mm-hmm. you can have when you pay for it. So. Yeah, Lucas, what's new? Uh, let's see, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not much, really. Um, working. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. Because I've been eating out a lot. A you need to society, make Lucas's we? life interesting, so everybody, Lucas lives at what's your address? <laughs> I'm, I'm not at redacted, 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 redacted at redacted <laughs> street uh, over yonder. Go over and yonder. say hi. <laughs> bring him, you know, fun things to do. Yeah, actually, if you want to yeah. bring me some food, uh, my address <laughs> is <laughs> email wfhb. <laughs> email wfhb. Um, what is it? Or you know, my Venmo is sweet baby Lucas. <laughs> sweet baby Lucas. I've got the. I've got the. Actually, it's sweet baby Lucas. Sorry. That, oh. I don't think I can oh. say that on the radio, though. Oh, well, it's part of a name, so I think you can. Okay. So. Anyway, so. So send Lucas some food money. Yeah, because I've, I've been eating out a lot. It's starting to, it's getting expensive. It's starting to add up. And I'm kind of not liking it anymore. Have you been to the $3 dinners at Blooming Foods? What? Those are pretty good. Yeah. Wednesday um, at the Near East Side, Near West Side, Near West Side, um, there's, they do um, $3 um, dinner or like you pay three dollars and get whatever you want from the hot bar 
Really? Yeah. And then on yeah. Thursday, it's at the other location, the East Side location. It's and really, it's always it's really good. good. There's yeah. always a vegan option, which is super helpful for me. And, and then there's a cop standing there with a scoop mm-hmm. to make sure you to make sure you only have scoop. one scoop. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just. There's not a cop there. No, there yeah. are no unless cops. There are no cops. Food. Yeah, yeah, unless they're yeah right partaking. Mm-hmm. Part. You don't see much of it anyway. Um, it <laughs> That's is a good, good option though. though, and it's cheap. I didn't heck. know about that. Yeah. It's right cheaper there. than fast yeah, food. Yeah, you live right. Yeah. Wait. Huh. And it's yeah. all like really good quality, like Blooming Foods food, yeah. you know? Oh, no, I've spent plenty of yeah. money on Blooming Foods. Oh, yeah, yeah me same. too. That's probably like 20% of my income goes to Blooming Foods. I can't <laughs> do it anymore. I can't I know. do it. It's, it's very unfortunate, expensive. but yeah, we used to eat there all the time when Cat was tiny. Mm. Food. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry. I'm really hungry too. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> it's dinner time, folks. What's new? What did you, you make for us? Yeah, what did you, what did you make for the Blooming Out crew? Mm. Actually... Uh, I've I've volunteered to host uh, Transgiving this year, Aww. so it's a, a gathering of some people from the local trans group and and uh, community, and I'm really excited about because when we were in our 20s, my ex and I used to have parties mm-hmm. where you know people who were in college, uh, LGBT folk who didn't have family to go to, we do Christmas and Thanksgiving and Aww. have like you know 25, 30 people or so cycle through over the course of the night mm-hmm. you know we made like two turkeys and two hams and two that's not very vegan but uh vegan options and what oh well you can you can get those uh <clears throat> have you had the tofurkey it's yeah, like at it's, walmart for I'm, I'm not gonna lie it's not not great like what? the tofurkey mm. roast yeah fake well roast. i kind of um, like it you do yeah it's Maybe like I just four dollars at walmart right. hmm. san lucas a tofurkey yeah yeah it well, sounds it too good... much like a curse word, and that's exactly what it tastes like. Have to you me. had it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I kind of like it. I mean, I love tof- tofu. I love me tofu. Me too. Tofu um, is so good. Prepared many different ways, but the, I mean, I just, no. It's yeah. like the fake uh, uh, bacon. Yeah. I just can't. I'd rather mm-hmm. never eat bacon in my life than have that as an option. Yeah. So. Same. My favorite type of tofu is the like general so's tofu you get at chinese places mm. it's so good because mm. it's like the See? perfect way to cook tofu it's like kind of crispy but kind of mm-hmm. not yeah it's awesome i need a tofu press Best why are we talking about tofu presses we're hungry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> send <No>. us food <laughs> money <laughs> just kidding <laughs> That'd be nice. So I, um, my place is small. Otherwise, I'd open it up to everyone come over for for transgiving. But maybe we can turn into something bigger. Maybe a community event. Maybe, you know. Okay, so this is what I would love to do at the center when Mm -hmm. we finally get open, is to host these things at the center. Yeah, queer giving. Yeah, queer giving and. Queersmas and yeah. Queersmas. Oh my yeah. god, that'd be that so cute. So and then you could do like a white elephant or yeah. something with totally. just like little gifts. That would be so cute. That would be yeah. adorable. Um, but another friend's doing the Christmas dinner, so I don't want to take that away from her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just really it, it's a nice uh vibe. It's a really great you know people coming together and having a good uh a good night where. For so many, it's it's not, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't have family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't have people to spend the the day with. So yeah, and even anyway. if you do have family, sometimes it's not super fun because maybe your family's like not understanding of you, right. or you know, a whole myriad of things. Yeah, could be 
um, so triggering around the holiday seasons. I encourage people who have the space. I ha- I have two dining room tables, and uh, so that's why I'm like, let's do this. Plus, I really, really loved it. I just mm-hmm. love the community feel. I love people. Uh, I love festivities of yeah, different types. Spreading the love. So, that's what yeah. the holidays are for, right? Oh, yeah. Yay. Yay. And bring, bring food to my house. Because it's it's a potluck. I'm not cooking for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be a lot of work. That's a, yeah. Well, and our oven's not working this year, so. Mm. Yay! What else is new with you? What? Anything else oh. new? Um, new things. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are a lot. I had a whole bunch that I was gonna say, but I think I took up too much time talking about turkeys and sh- stuff. <laughs> Ding. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've got. Uh, a, did I say I had a video set up going? I'm going to try to get uh-uh. a vlog. Uh, I was on um, a talk show with my friends. She's in England and she's going. She's starting up her. Um, it's like a vlog, I guess, live streaming. Mm, and yeah. It's going to be on several platforms. Uh, cool. So we talked for like an hour and some about random things. She started. She was on a. She had her own radio show, internet radio show in dc or based out of dc back in 2002 when she came out and um and then she started trans advocate Mm -hmm. and then passed that off and now this is her new um talk show and she wants it to be international and all this stuff and it's gonna be great she's she moved to england and she's living her best life there i think that's awesome I would love to do that at some point, just like up and move to England for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? And I heard from somebody when I first moved here, they came back. They'd been living in in, in London, which is one of the most expensive cities to live in. Mm-hmm. Um, but they lived on a houseboat. Oh. Oh, cool. Right? In London. And it was affordable. Uh-huh. And you can move just all over the city. Wherever yeah. you, if you want to live in a nice end of town, you can find a dock there and just, Yeah. So the dock fees are, are low, and the rent for the the boat is much lower than mm-hmm. you can do an apartment for. It's like for. tiny houses. It's like yeah. much cheaper and a more sustainable option a lot of times. Yeah. So if anybody wants it. to, yeah, get a boat. Get a boat. All right. It's settled. We're getting a houseboat in London, <sighs> and we're going to broadcast every week. We're going to, oh, yes. man, we'll be like pirates. Yeah. That'll be so cool. <laughs> pirate podcast <laughs> yeah oh and we can God. make our own radio station like illegally you know? yeah perfect not really oh i would never do the names we just we were talking about pirates of penzance right aren't we somebody was that's oh for all you youngins out there that was a that's a musical and rogers and hammersteins i believe um hmm. or Bern, leonard and bernstein i i don't Leonard Ambrose. Never mind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so folks, I'm actually battling uh um uh brain death with a sickness today, so I apologize for uh my fog. But anyway, Pirates of Penzance, it was a TV movie that played. It was fantastic. Everybody loved it and was singing and Linda Ronstadt and Kevin Klein were the main characters. And it was it was beautiful. So that's why I'm going on about it. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's take a music break so I can collect my thoughts <laughs> and not be so space case. 
I don't. I don't know. I was a baritone, so yeah, oh, okay. it was Welcome deep. Back. But I can't do it anymore. Um, welcome back, folks. <laughs> We've been talking off air about pirate radio stations and such, and uh, you learn something new every day. Yeah, pirate radio is was fun. Now you get to just broadcast as you will, as you are, wherever you're from, and no one cares all across the world, and no one, no one cares. Well, hopefully they care. Maybe. Yeah. And they go to your... You have to be an influencer first. Patreon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag influencer. (laughs) (laughs) Or have a Patreon, I guess. Yeah. Go get, you know, get a Patreon, have people, and then you have like six or seven people that listen to you around the world and then support your craft. Five bucks a month. You have two bucks a month. (laughs) (laughs) That's a dream, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an influencer. We do have news, though. We do. Hmm. There's a lot of news. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, Where do you want to start? We could start with Indiana. Yeah. Let's start with the local stuff. So we uh, talked about 
uh, the attorney general of Indiana had put a stop to mm-hmm. uh, or gender neutral markers on your ID. Mm-hmm. And for a dumb reason, he was for, like, the public didn't get enough notice. Right. Which uh, we don't kind of know anything about that yet. So uh, it was and, disingenuous. It was not, um, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Right. And basically it was just mean spirited. So. And they're having that hearing the 13th of November. Is that right? Or was it the 7th? I have it in you my phone. Do you have it in your phone? I do. I should have looked it up before I said anything. <laughs> there there are more meetings to go to in November. Um, but he, <laughs> so that meeting is scheduled to take place. However, he might not be the attorney general coming up here soon. So Ooh. he <laughs> and uh, Curtis Hill. All right, here it is. The attorney general of Indiana will face a hearing to determine whether he can keep his law license after a professional misconduct complaint alleged he groped four women at a bar while drunk last year. Attorney General Curtis Hill, Republican, disciplinary hearing starts Monday and could last a week. It may result in his law license being revoked, which would make him unable to be attorney general, the Associated Press reported Saturday. So Hill is the... uh, Indiana Attorney General, who has been just mired in controversy mm-hmm. from the beginning, um, and this is this is one more. Actually, I wasn't aware of this in all the the news coming out. Um, Hill denies the allegations from one state lawmaker and three staffers who say the Attorney General touched their buttocks and backs during an Indianapolis party for the end of the 2018 legislative se- session. He will testify at the hearing, according to the AP. The women, Nikki De Silva, Samantha Lozano, Gabrielle Lamore, and State Representative Mara Calendera Reardon filed a lawsuit against Hill in June. Oh wow! Oh man! Yeah. Back in June. Yeah, and, and just now, and we're just out? now hearing about. It? Yeah, his his attorneys uh, kicked out a reply, which I just find to be, uh, you know, nineteen sixties disgusting. His attorneys have written that the attorney general, quote, has an engaging personality and often physically interacted with others. Oh, my God. That's what they all say. Right? Yeah, it wasn't groping. It was an engaging personality, folks. So, and this is the guy who is saying uh, that, you know, having non-binary designations is, is a little too new. And we need to review the process more, and it needs to be, you know, kicked back to the health department to to create guidelines and all of this stuff. Basically, miring that whole process in in um, you know this morass of of. Uh, you know, different agencies saying, oh, well, we require this. We we can't do it off of doctor's recommendations mm-hmm. or off of um, uh, even going to court and having your your documents changed, including your um, birth certificate. Oh, well, that's that really isn't enough. We need other kinds of uh, satisfactions. Bureaucratics. And, and, and that and what it is, it's just hateful mire. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's all. So, yeah, uh, in the long line of people telling other people that they're no good, uh, it seems to be a cover-up for 
his own personal. Yeah. And uh, I hope they sink him. That's great. Yeah. I hope they do too. <clears throat> Yikes. Um, I mean, I have I have a news story that kind of goes along with people in power that are questionable. I guess I don't know how to how better to put that. Um, so a Republican county commissioner in, in Sevier County in Tennessee was caught on tape mm-hmm. ranting at a county meeting about how, quote, the U.S. has a queer running for president. Um, he was referring to, obviously, presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg. Um, so his name is Commissioner Warren Hurst. And he said, quote, and get ready, it's a little bit um, a lot. It's time we wake up, people. It's time. It's past time. We got a queer running for president, if that ain't about as ugly as you can get. Look what we got running for president in the Democratic Party. We can go over here to um, the jail, the county jail he's referring to, and get better people out of there than those running for Democratic um, to be the president of the United States. And then when a woman from the public who was at the meeting tried to complain... Um, Hearst responded, quote, I'm not prejudiced. A white male in this country has very few rights and they're getting took more every day. Took? Yeah, no, <sighs> took. Tennessee. Yeah. I, yeah, all right, I'm going to yeah. do in my juices here. This is just outrageous that, for 2019. Yeah, that argument, that is the one <laughs> argument above any other, any other thing that someone could say that really just makes me mad like Mm -hmm. it because that type of person there is no explaining to them that they are wrong oh yeah like they will not they will never believe you because if they really think that as a white male that they're the one being oppressed there's no getting through to them there was just a a a report out about how most people who voted for trump feel that white men are more uh, uh discriminated against in this country than any other group like, that's what they actually believe. This is like the people who are like against the Me Too movement. They're like, well, we can't say anything these days. It's right. not. Yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> it's just a bogus argument. Um, the oh Sevier gosh. County uh, itself released a statement um, that read, quote, the statements made by Commissioner Hurst in the Sevier County Commission meeting of October 21st, 2019, do not reflect the opinion or position of Sevier County administration. Basically, like, we do not associate with this. Right. But, like, yeah. Distance, distance, distance. Yeah, but he's your county commissioner, so. Yep. He was elected. Yeah. And when they showed the, the, the courtroom, the little room where he's speaking, there are all these, you know, People that looked a lot like him. Yeah. And that's, uh, and they're all nodding their heads. And there were people that were cheering mm-hmm. in, in the And the then crowd. he goes, amen, at the end of oh his speech. Right. Like, I hate to <sighs> connect to it this. back to religion, but yeah. you just have to. We and, talked about this last week. Yeah. And again, it's not necessarily religion. Right. Uh, so my neighbor, and I will not use their names to protect the mm-hmm. innocent, uh, caught me last week and said, oh, my God, I just heard you on your show, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you have a listener. Hi. <laughs> uh, and, <clears throat> um, and uh, you know, that's a religious family, too. And it's, it's um, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, religion's not the bad thing. It's religion isn't the bad thing. Yeah. It's certain religions, uh, religious um, philosophies. Mm-hmm. Well, the evangel white evangelical Christian 
it seem in America is the one uh, one sect that seems to be the most virulent mm-hmm. and the most uh, homophobic, uh, racist, transphobic, and they're the ones pushing this agenda of um, uh, religious freedom to discriminate. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones we have to watch out for. They're the the fundamentalists who fundamentalists of any religion are dangerous to liberty and mm-hmm. freedom and uh, <laughs> health, safety, and life. Yeah. I mean, it's it's bad and it's getting worse. And as religion wanes in America, which it's doing, and under, you know, groups like this, um, under the weight of them, they just feel even more scared Mm -hmm. that their way of life is disappearing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're kind of killing it yourself, but then they push harder Mm -hmm. against us, Yeah, you know, as the people who are destroying them. It's not them, uh, you know, on, we're not destroying them. They're destroying themselves. Yeah. 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 Hmm. That kind of makes me think differently about uh, Buttigieg's, his statements about, uh, wanting to accept, uh, we talked about it last week, yeah, Wa- wanting, wanting to, to not bl- blame, not, he, I can't remember his exact yeah. words. It was, it was something about, um, that he didn't want to alienate religious yeah. voters, I think. Yeah. And, um, which is, yeah, I think that's reasonable. It's just, um, oh, he said something about, um, not, blaming per se uh christians for being homophobic mm-hmm. or something like that basically basically yeah. and yeah it's a little complicated that that whole thing is complicated but yeah i don't know it, it's not really that complicated i mean look at the dogma look at look at what the churches profess and if it seems to be one of constant persecution of mm-hmm. themselves, you know, right. they put themselves as the victims. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't bear out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's one group that you're going to have to look at and go, well, they're going to be preaching against other folk, mm-hmm. you know, saying that these people are just are making their lives impossible and as what? they try to make others lives impossible. Yeah. And going back, go. yeah, going back to what you said about. Um, oh, God, I just sorry. Just like completely forgot what I was going to say. There, there's a quote that I wanted to read um, uh, from Nick Morrow of the Human Rights Commission that was kind of speaking to something you said earlier. Um, he said, quote, Sevier County Commissioner Warren Hurst is using his position of power to publicly spew bigotry against LGBTQ people, people who are very likely his own constituents. A group of people having rights doesn't take away those of another. Right. But with LGBTQ people running for office at every level of government and more and more people voting for candidates who support equality, he should be more worried about losing his seat than losing his rights. And I think that was yeah. on point because... Like you said, like he's they're they're destroying their themselves. Like yeah. this is not benefit. Like they're complaining about having your rights taken away. Yeah, literally, no one is taking their yeah, rights away. That's not what. The, in fact, they're like trying to write their own privileges into law, mm-hmm. which it's just absurd. Right. Exactly. That's exactly know. what they're doing. It's they're hard to have to a conversation about this. It is really because it's just so outrageous. Well, at some point, you have to stop having the conversation. You have to stop, like, 
you don't need to listen to this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, they don't need a more, more of a platform. Right. They yeah. really don't. I really think it's about uh, like a political change. Like um, we're trying to usher in uh, equality for, you know, people who don't have it yeah so if if that is if we make that happen it doesn't really matter what um i don't know they're not going to lose their rights Mm -hmm. we're coming out from a perspective viewpoint too it's a it's a weird it's a big uh you know paradigm Mm -hmm. the paradigm shift push the paradigm yes yeah (laughs) yes and it's not like it's just weird i it wouldn't hurt anyone in it, like to be have equal that would be yeah. tight that would be tight like, equality the... is tight <laughs> well and beyond equality equity because, yeah. equity because yeah. we do exist in an unequal state right yeah and until we elevate everybody and and not at the expense of anybody else's rights yeah. it's just bringing people to a state of parity yeah so it's just really weird. Not parody, parody. It's, it's weird how all this media coverage wants to try to act like, um, or it's weird how the they're trying to spin this mm-hmm. in that um, queers uh, being it in presidential running is mm-hmm. somehow like going to take away, like that. That just well, sounds evil. So these are people who designate us as degenerates. Um, right. I know, but I've been interacting with people and reading stuff online, uh, white supremacist, Nazi, neo-Nazi stuff. Um, and, and as it concerns our community and the way that people approach the, uh, the people at the Nazis at the farmer's market, um, and the way that it's kind of torn our community up, I still try to get in and I, 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 I don't know why. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do, but I really want to understand how to counter these arguments as they're brought up. Um, But these people with this ideology believe that we're degenerate. We are corruptive. Um, The stuff that's going on in, have you kept up with the Spencer, downtown Spencer? I haven't, uh, I don't know uh, a whole lot about it, but I've heard about it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of horrible. So in Spencer, they are um, fighting this with the commissioners uh, who control whether or not the um, Spencer Pride can put on the Pride event mm-hmm. downtown on on public land mm-hmm. at the courthouse or even on the square. Um, they're trying. To, there is a group that is trying to uh, take them off the square right they're attacking spencer pride specifically saying that there's all this you know lewd behavior they were trying to say that um dildos and sex toys were being displayed and passed around and sold in the open that there was um uh horrible displays of sexuality that children were exposed to and uh, so they're trying I mean, to get the ordinances yeah, changed. That was there. Right. Can confirm that's not how things were. <laughs> well, there's actually so really families chill. There. Yeah. <laughs> so many families. But this group is, you know, the pearl clutchers and the, yeah. frankly, uh, made up of people of 
Christian backgrounds who believe that bad stuff yeah. is happening mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And so they are trying to, they've, they, they had a petition um, put together where people could sign and, and um, online. These are the people who show up at the Pride event and like stand on the other yeah. corner right. with the right. homosexuality a sin sign well, and stuff like that. This is taking away business from downtown if it's going to go into effect. Right. They, the commissioners this this week um, had a hearing and they would – there were 60 people in the room mm-hmm. um, opposing a new ordinance mm-hmm. and uh, the, the new ordinance would remove um, Bloomington Pride's event – from the courthouse lawns and other events from the courthouse lawns um, and downtown. And so um, it has to do with different kinds of permitting and different kinds of permitted um, activities. And there were 60 people in the room. There were more people outside of the room. And before the meeting started, they said that they would not be taking any comments from the public. Any Hmm. Uh, when voting on this, um, sketchy. That's and, see, that is not democratic. That's not democratic. Well, it's not even right. community centered. Yeah, yeah. No, and it isn't community centered. The majority of people were there to support things like pride mm-hmm. and to to oppose um, these ordinances and to oppose the people who are saying that uh, the Pride is lewd, and uh, this—I don't even want to give yeah yeah uh, right, a right, name right. to these groups because well, they are—they're horrible and they're mean and yeah. they're spreading lies. It's—it's mm-hmm. it's just the beliefs. I—I I just want. I feel like you're interested in this too. Is just how do we change the belief that? Yeah. I mean, that's really the struggle. How do we get through these it's, people who say, you know, I'm not prejudiced. A white male in this country has very few rights, and they're getting taken more every day. How do you how do you get through to someone like that? How do you that? get through? Well, like that? I posted earlier uh, something about one of the the granddaughters of Fred Phelps from Westboro. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she yeah. escaped. Uh, and and. Truly escaped. She, she was kicked out of the church, but then found her way, uh, in the world, and um, and she's trying to talk about you know what their beliefs are, how you get stuck in that kind of yeah uh, mentality, mm-hmm. hive mind. Yeah, and you think you're doing right. Yeah, you don't see your, what damage you're doing, but that's because you don't know the people that you're damaging. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it's about exposure and education. Mm-hmm. You know, we can reach people and they can see us for who we are. And yeah, you know. it's about being your out queer self and, and showing people that that's, nor- that's you know, that's it's normal like, too. That's yeah. that's an everyday person too, you know? I, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been having this argument for 50 years. Yeah. And well, I'm just really seeing it as a religious argument. Or a religious debacle Mm -hmm. that is um, part of, you know, how it's ingrained into our our, uh, government and Mm -hmm. national... The fabric of America. The fabric, that's what I was looking for. It's the warp and weft of... Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's why we can't get over the separation of church and state. Exactly. Conversation. Right. We're still stuck in that. Um. Every day, and it's getting again 
it, it's finding its resurgence in our public discourse and in um in the halls of congress yeah you know it people have to show up we have to rise up again for real we have to get uh serious about being out you know we're, it's not okay enough just to wave the flag every once in a while um we have to speak against people who are trying to take our yeah. rights away mm -hmm. well and yeah we need to protect our marginalized uh people yeah and all of us yeah, yeah. It, it has to be intersectional it's not mm -hmm. okay enough to just have our own little group we have to support each other because exactly really this is it doesn't exist in a vacuum it really doesn't so it feels like it sometimes <clears throat> you know well um we can get stuck in our own lanes yeah right, right. but we're all on the same highway but a lack of intersectionality is really dangerous mm-hmm yeah it's not just dangerous. It's just not right. It yeah, just, yeah, it's just, it's just not right. Exactly. Not right. <clears throat> we, you just got to be thinking about all of that stuff all the time because it's it all. There's no one thing without everything else. Like it all affects one it, yeah. each other and yeah. Anti-LGBT yeah. mindsets within religious communities affect um, African American and uh, trans women of color exactly. Um, and LGBT uh, African Americans who receive even more uh, prejudice within their community. Yeah. Um, because it's not just hatred against one group in particular; it's hatred against anyone who is different from you. Right. Yeah. So anyone who is that other. The other. Yeah. And we have to realize that there is no other. Right. It's just us. We are your family. Mm -hmm. We're your friends. We're your neighbors. We're the people that provide. We're everywhere. <laughs> we are everywhere. We're everywhere. Yeah, I was everywhere. Well, and I was just talking from, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of concrete ways to, to, to fix things. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, coming coming again as difficult. as someone who was who's never really paid attention to the government or thought that involvement was very practical i realize like it's pretty much the only thing we have mm -hmm. unless it's controlled by a it, small group of people <laughs> maybe i mean the government is truly of the people right that's that was the the way it was described of the people for the people by the people um but it's of the people who participate in it yeah and if you let particular groups dominate that participation, it's not going to be of you. Mm -hmm. You know, we need queer folk coming out and uh, and people of color coming out and, and just, like, running allies, for office. Just allies too, I think. And our allies, you know, coming out and speaking out mm -hmm. and working on things. We need to work together. Yeah. And um, and you know, progressive politics and all that. Progressive politics. <clears throat> um, but progress. I think just means more respect for one another. Mm -hmm. I don't think it means necessarily, you know, certain platform issues, but just basic people are hear that word. I know my family hears that word and they're like, eh, and they cringe, uh, progressive. 
you know, I don't know about that. That's scary. Um, because it means, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or uh, uh, socialists or whatever. No, it, it means Americans coming together to make America uh, a great place to live and grow up, raise a family. You know, it it doesn't suffice just to be born here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can't really ignore some body of of government who isn't ignoring you you know yeah exactly yeah, exactly because they're not they're not ignoring us they're not um they're coming down squarely against us and it's because we're not of them right now mm -hmm. and we need to be yeah yep. so let's take a music break <laughs> It's time to take a look at our community calendar. This week on the 26th, that is Saturday at, from 6 a.m. till 9 a.m. After dark, over the rainbow at Wonder Lab, 308 West 4th Street in Bloomington. 21 plus science party with hands-on activities, music, local food and drink, and lively demos. Um, I assume that's 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Are you an LGBTQ person working in a STEM field? Get in touch with us through info at bloomingtonpride.org to participate in the event. And that's at Wonder Lab After Dark. Then on the 27th, that Sunday, the LGBT Aging and Caring Network pitch in at 125 South Highland, Bloomington, Indiana. From 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., they're having a pitch in at Marlon Howard's house, 125 South High. On October 27th at 5 to 7 p.m., they are having a pitch-in at 125 South Highland. It's easy to find with parking on the street. Um, plates, napkins, and utensils will be provided. And that's a pitch-in. Then we have Envy's Open Stage, Bloomington's only gender-based performance open mic at the back door, 207 South College Avenue. Um, and that's on the 30th at 11 p.m. Um, you can sign up at 10 p.m. by contacting Envy Debute uh, by email at openstagebooking, openstagebookings at gmail.com. All right,
And we're back. Thanks for joining us. And let's get on with the conversation. Need to participate in the government more because I feel like that Me too. could at least like, I mean, it's really all about communities. Like if we had solid communities, like the, the real struggle is if we rise up, there is going to be violence. Mm -hmm. But if we at least have a legal system that will fucking like Hear protect us? and listen yeah. to us and like capture we will avoid more tragedies mm -hmm. than if I think we that's don't. Like the first, I mean, that's the first step because, yeah, like, legal and, it's just uh, weird because engagement. the government's still religious. Yeah. So I don't know. Inherently, and inherently run by. Yeah. Well, these and dudes. not to mention the true oligarchy nature of. Yeah. And I have no idea how to. Yeah. I, how to even that. That will take centuries that, to fix. That truly disturbs me because I do not really know. Well, that's why climate change is happening. That's why all of this is still a thing is because there are just several large companies all headed by straight white men and I just, who will do anything to make money at all costs. Yeah. And that's like the... That's like the... Yeah, so I don't, I don't know how to stop that. I don't know. It's crazy. I almost don't have faith in the government's ability to change. Well, the government is us, and... That's true, but If we change the government, then the government is changed. If we are complacent, if we sit on the sidelines and say, well, it's not, we it's not me. I have lots of friends who are... are um, <laughs> they are well, non-voters. They are like... Screw the government. Oh screw God. everything. Yeah, I know tons of people. Oh like my that. God! Some I, one can. I know. I knew. And I, like, yeah, I'm a libertarian. I didn't vote last election because they're not going to elect who I want to vote for. So why would I vote? And I was like, you don't think that I should have rights as a human being? So that's mm -hmm. what you're. You don't that's have... what you're saying. To yeah. Me right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and that that kind of that just shows the privilege of not having to participate. Exactly. You know, things are good enough for you now. Right. Exactly. And and you don't care enough to about your fellow Americans, about the people around you to actually uh, yeah. try to influence things for their betterment. Mm -hmm. like Empathy you, is so a, important and that's what's lacking. I, I mean. agree. And it's ridiculous because religion is supposed to teach you to be empathetic. Yeah. And like care about people. Right? Exactly. And then literally, like. Another study showed even that. Even people who are not evangelistic are. Yeah. Yeah. Catholics. Yeah. The Catholic Church is, is horrible too. But the uh, there was another study that came out uh, showing that yeah, kids who are raised atheist are more empathetic than kids who are mm -hmm. raised with religion. But kids who are raised with reason? Kids who are raised to think for themselves? It's an opinion. Whoop. You gotta discover God, okay? Well, <laughs> but God's also a big excuse not to do stuff. Mm. God is like... I know, and it shouldn't be, because it's literally not supposed to be like that. Like, it's literally there, so you don't have to do the work, in my opinion, because... It's that little voice, which is your own voice mm -hmm. in your head. And I guess it tells people to do f***ed up shit, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's true. It's just so crazy. I I grew up in a non-denominational Christian church. Mm -hmm. So I, they didn't seem like the kind of people who would hate gays yeah. or trans people. But um, 
<laughs> none of them do you know yeah. and like i i, I, know I figured my family that... loved me but you know were they there well i don't, I mean i feel like i i have known a lot of christians who like aren't i i it's just such an asinine <clears throat> thing i don't know mm-hmm. I, why was it so easy for me to accept gay and trans identities like what why was that so easy to me i don't know just blows isn't my it mind. weird when it's you think like about so it? natural it's like our generation it's i feel like completely na- yeah i like, i know well, i mean besides certain communities on campus um <laughs> yeah there's really no one that of my age that like would actively like discriminate well there was a lot of so programming much. that we were given and even more from my parents mm, um, right where the, yeah you know queer people were dangerous Right. Like an active threat. And that is what the uh, evangelicals are going off of. Yeah. That's what these people who are boomers and older Gen Xers are still working off of is that this, this deep programming of queers are dangerous. We're predators. We're out to, um, attack and convert. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they don't well, understand what Christians they're... doing if they're not out to attack and convert. We find fault with in others what we hate most in ourselves. Uh huh. Yeah. Should I say it? And we're back, so we can include this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And people were people legi- are gay. People <laughs> were legitimate. I mean, up until your generation coming up, so... it was thought that queer people were recruited. This wasn't an inborn recruited. 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 That we'd go out into bathrooms and, and I mean, this was this was a narrative when I was in high school that if you go to the mall, you're going to have people cruising you and trying to recruit you into the queer lifestyle. Like this was talked about in our classrooms. You know, I mean, that's what I kids. do on the weekends, but <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, just kidding. See, that's that's dangerous. It's fun to to joke around with now, but people but, yeah. were really anxious about that. I know, and um, and that has stayed with that generation, with those people, to this day. Right, mm-hmm. and so they're still fighting this fight against something that they're tilting at windmills. Right, mm-hmm. they're fighting the fight against a dragon that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And um, and they're missing the fucking point. Pardon my French. Beep that out. They're missing it because those. Those fears that they have are un- unrealistic. They're un- they're unfounded. Mm-hmm. Um, time and time again, that's shown. So your generation is growing up with that understanding. Yeah, that you know people are people, and this is just a natural expression of sexuality and gender identity. It's just a part of human nature. But for them, it is an aberration that needs to be stamped out. And there's a couple of biblical passages that might back them up on, you know, sexuality. But they're not even getting the whole sexuality thing right or the yeah. gender thing. They're m- misequating gender with sexuality. You know, all oh, those people are trying to, you know, attack us and, and, you know, rape us. And like, so specifically you're talking about trans women in, mm-hmm. in the bathrooms. Um, trans women who are on HRT... Let me tell you, there's not a whole lot of of that sort of energy going on. Um, even if there are people who were 
of that mindset, um, there's not a whole lot working down there. So, I mean, that the drive uh, for sexual gratification isn't even the same. It's not a, I don't know how to, I'm not explaining it correctly. This is the sickness in my brain. But they're worried about straight yep. men posing mm-hmm. and, women and their um, predilections mm-hmm. um, and pedophiles who aren't trans, who, yeah. aren't who are not trans, gay. Pedophiles are, are not, not. <laughs> and let's be clear, they are not part of the LGBTQ community. There was some like weird online, like, yeah movement or something like petition to include it and I, that was like like what, what but that wasn't doing that didn't yeah. come from within the community right not within that the was community. That, that was a troll right exactly yep. and and i i got contacted by people who were like oh my god is this true is this is this what the lgbt community is doing? no I'm that's like, like no literally the stereotype that we've been working so hard to like yeah like to Prove wrong, and, but it was it was a setup, just like the uh, the people who were the um, the anti LGBT folk who were uh, telling straight men to go into bathrooms at, posing as and just to say, well, I identify as female, and you know these cis males are supposed to go in and be like disrupting and proving the point that anybody can just walk into the bathroom and. That was causing that was causing a greater disturbance than you know years of trans folk just using the bathrooms. That- mm-hmm. And I'll bring up the point again: like, <clears throat> who's policing? Who goes into a bathroom? What bathroom? What public bathroom has a cop standing outside it, looking down people's pants? And not enough, not- apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway. Sorry, those. I want to um, put in a plug here. So I'm going to put in a plug here for the Stonewall Democrats of South Central Indiana. Um, we invite the public to attend its upcoming panel discussion with several out LGBTQI candidates from recent or current races at the local and state levels. This panel discussion is the main event for the Stonewall Democrat. Uh, Democrats of South Central Indiana's fall quarterly meeting. The panel features three Hoosier LGBTQI candidates who ran or are running in places not typically seen as queer-friendly districts. The panelists are Nick Dunlap from Richmond City Council, Joe Lannon, Indiana House District 63, and Janet Rummel, Owen County Council District 1. The fall meeting is scheduled for Sunday, October 17th, 2019, from 2 to 3 p.m. at the Unity Center, 17 East Franklin Street in Spencer, Indiana. So come on out and check that out. Well, it looks like we're out of time again. Thanks for a great show, everyone. And thanks to all the listeners out there and to all the volunteers at WFHB who make this show possible. Blooming Out is produced by Melanie Davis and Ireland Meacham. Blooming Out is a production of WFHB Community Radio. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Ireland Meacham. And I'm Lucas Fisher. I'm Melanie Davis, and remember, if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from your Blooming Out family. You were just listening to Blooming Out on WFHB. 
To hear more episodes of the show, please visit www.wfhb.org and click Blooming Out under the Public Affairs tab. Blooming Out is produced by and for the LGBTIQA community. To inquire about the show or to book a guest interview or to just chat, please email us at bloomingout at wfhb.org. Oh,